Hello there, it's Rob here from Grace and Faith Ministries in Southampton, along with Jeremy and our friend Bill, and also Steve. I wanted to share with you very briefly something that God did through us the other day. I guess you'd call it a testimony, and we share these things because we think that a lot of people, a lot of Christians and non-Christians, think that God is not active, he's not alive, he's not real. Uh, Well, we've proved that many, many times, that God is very real, he's very active, he wants to be involved in people's lives and he wants to help people, through people, of course. And this experience happened to us on Tuesday, we're now Thursday. As 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 some of you may know, a few of us go out regularly as we can into the parks and I don't know what you'd call it, witness, testify, share the love of God, um, pray with people. And we've been doing that a number of years. And we went out Tuesday, just myself and Bill. And it's a very relaxed time. We deliberately make it very relaxed because we found that if we make it very intense, then that somehow hinders God moving. So we kind of step back, as strange as that sound, and let God guide us and, and provide simple opportunities for us. And he always does that. And we and this exact thing happened. So that was the start of the process of this experience was certainly in my own heart, just saying, God, you know, just do whatever you want, really. This is your time. And then stepping back and, and relaxing. And having walked around Bill and I for maybe half hour, just chatting to each other, we came across maybe, how many, four people sat on benches in the park three men and one lady and we were going to walk by but we just I, I chose to interact with one of them and say hi and we had a bit of a bit of a laugh and a joke and after to pray for one of them and um and they had cans of drink so you know I'm always a little bit wary about that but still it's to interact it's just that's just at the back of my mind but anyway we were often to pray for them and and the lady who was probably maybe mid mid 30s late 30s said very quickly without even offering to her that she wanted prayer and she jumped up and we asked her what it was about she said she had pain all over her body and she actually went into great detail about how it had occurred and it was it was very sad and 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 just as she was telling me I was thinking this is just so what the enemy does about how he does it what he does and how he does it um sometimes gradually sometimes instantly and ultimately to put people in bondage and she was really scared you know scared for her life scared to sleep and we talked with her maybe for about 10 minutes or so about the condition if you want to call it that and what she wanted prayer for and then um we kind of said to her well look you've got pain all over your body is what she was saying she had this gut-wrenching feeling in her tummy that she was going to die um of all sorts of things you know scared to sleep hospital appointments on tablets, no hope, literally no hope. Her, her, her words to us were, she has no hope. Literally, she is, she's given up. And so we we said to her, well, you know, what 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 what's the pain level at the moment in your body? And she said, 20 out of 20. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Maybe Bill can clarify this for me. But that that that's my memory. She said 20 out of 20. So obviously very intense pain. So in spite of the current restrictions, we asked her, was it okay to hold her hand? And and she said yes. And and in in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, 
God is in me. God is with me. God is for me. He's my protector. He's my friend. He's my helper. There's nothing that she has that can come on me. In fact, it's the opposite. You know, what's in me goes on or in her. What's in you as a born-again Christian goes into people. That's the life of Jesus, the life of God, especially when you lay hands on people. That's, that's transmitted, if you want to use that word. And so I just said to her, can I hold your hand? And, and so I said, just hold, hold my hand and shut your eyes. And she was very willing to do that. And prayed maybe for, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds and just commanded the pain to leave. And then we chatted for a bit and I asked her how things are going in her body. She said, yeah, she said she felt some relief. She said, especially in her tummy. She said the pain and the fear was dissipating. We also spoke to anything demonic. Um, because that that was there was a demonic influence without a shadow of a doubt. Not that she was possessed, but just it. When you hear of people who are in bondage and and they are constantly, she said she is constantly told she's going to die, in her mind, and that's the that's an enemy, um, and he need and he needs to be cast out. There is no two ways about it. It's what Jesus did, and it's what we we're, we're to do. We we have the authority to do that. Jesus has given that as born again Christians. And so we extended that and cast the demon out, off, away, whatever you want to call it. It's nothing technical. Just get off her. We also explained to her what we were doing. And this is what Jesus did, we said. And, and, and also said that uh, after she got born again, which then I'll tell you in a second about, uh, we said, you also have that authority. So we talked to her about this and she said, yeah, the pain's dissipating, which is really good. Um, we talked a bit more about her circumstances. Try not to get, I try not to get drawn into circumstances because it's extremely difficult, I find, to pray for people in faith if their circumstances, you know, every detail of their circumstance. So, but, you know, we try and listen at the same time. So then towards the end of the conversation, I said to her about her need for Jesus and the gospel and, you know, the only way... The only there is no other hope, you know. I said that to her. You you've got no other hope, and there is no other hope for anyone, other than Jesus. And I explained that he came and died for her to set her free, and that she could have him living on the inside of her. And why wouldn't anyone want that? Um, and I said there is a turning away of your own life and a confessing, if you like, of the stuff that you have done. Definitely turning away from that and heading towards him and his life, and choosing life, not death. And I offered it to her. I said, do you want me to pray a short prayer with you and, and God will willingly come and live in you and help you and guide you into, you know, through these really difficult circumstances that she's going through. And and she she said, absolutely. She said, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have that. So we helped her, walked her through that um, prayer. She just prayed after me and, and committed her life as best as she knew how to following him. And she was really excited about that afterwards. And we explained to her what has happened. We explained to her on the inside what's now happened. It's not a feeling. It's it, The Bible says that she's now born again to a living hope now on the inside of her. She's very excited about that. And we've tried to follow up with her as well. Obviously, that's an important part, not just leaving her in her circumstance. And that, that's always challenging, especially because it's a lady um, and I'm a man. So it's very difficult to um, link up with these people. But still, we try as best as we can. And then again, towards the end of the conversation, I said to her again, so how's the pain level? And she said, and my memory serves me right, she said almost everything had gone. And she has just some pain in her shoulders. So we prayed again for the pain in her shoulders. And that and that dramatically reduced. 
And we said to her, you know, this is the business that Jesus is in. He's already paid the price for your healing, what you're experiencing now, that life that's going into you and that pain that's leaving. That is God saying he loves you and that he's there for you. And he's there. He's here 24 seven. He'll never leave you or forsake you. And so you access that. You access his help. When I'm not here, when Bill isn't here with you, or you're on your own at night, which she was really struggling with, I said, you talk to him. And you cast this stuff off and out and away. And you talk to it and you tell it, get off me. You, you say, evil thoughts, get out of my head. You're not allowed in there. I'm a Christian now. And we encourage her to read a Bible. So that's the, that's the slightly abridged version, believe it or not, of what happened. And we're really excited for her. But it's just a, it just wanted to share with people God is still in this business and and importantly he's he Jesus said it's finished he's provided everything for people to be able to get born again really simply it's not complicated he doesn't want it to be complicated why would he so just to encourage you if you know if there's people around you who you know need Jesus just walk them through walk them through a prayer you know I know people say they're against the sinner's prayer but you know, you can call it that if you want. I chose to not see it like that. I, ch- I chose to see it as she's making a commitment uh, verbally to, to following Jesus. And so give them that opportunity and pray for them, help them, follow it up. And you'll make disciples of these people. I hope that helps and encourages. All the best. Bye bye.